Winnaker Weekly is a three-episode-in anime discussion podcast where two brothers discuss a show of their choice. The show can be anything from a current season flop to a decades-old classic. What are they going to talk about next? Who knows? They sure don't. I'm Andrew. I'm Lee. And this is Whitaker Weekly. Let's get right to it, guys. Uh, so this is uh, week two of our Kyo Annie month. Um, but before right. we get into the incredible show that we watched this week, let's go ahead and cover a little bit of news that you found. I uh, found out uh, Overlord has uh, announced a season four. That's super exciting. Uh, when Do they have a release date yet? Or has it just been announced? Just been announced that okay. it's in production. Uh, they didn't okay. mention a release date, but uh, we're looking forward to getting one sooner than later. Okay. Okay. Um, also, uh, Agretsuko is getting Agre a season Agretzko. three on Netflix. Agretzko. Agretzko is getting a season three. I have yet to even finish season one. I keep getting Netflix, and then I get distracted, and I don't I, ever watch it, so I cancel yeah. Netflix. Yeah, I, I have every intention of watching it. I haven't. And I am meant to watch it with my oldest, uh huh, my my daughter. But uh -huh. she she watched it without me. Rude. No kidding. Rude. Uh, oh well. Um, last bit of news. Uh, Disney uh, announces that they're planning on underbidding Netflix with a new bundle. They're apparently bundling with the Hulu's uh, commercial. Um streaming service and ESPN plus uh -huh. and it will cost less than Netflix. It's like $12.99. It'll cost less than Netflix's cheapest program wow. to have yeah. uh, all three of those bundled together. Is it $12.99? I thought it was, uh, I think Netflix oh, recently anyway. upped their costs so that the smallest package is like $13.99. Their smallest 1080p package is $13.99, I believe. Whereas Disney Plus, theirs is like gonna be $5.99. Yeah, if you don't bundle, so yeah. If you don't bundle it, Disney Plus alone is gonna be $5.99. I, I think that's based on uh prepaying though. I think you have to like pay $70 a year or something like that. I don't know. I'll have to check. Which, which is not which is not out of the question. It's something that I uh, know is I read a Forbes article back in April. Well, I read I, while trying to find this, I found a Forbes article that was dated back in April, and I wanted okay. more recent information that mentioned that uh, Disney was hadn't come to a decision on what their prices yet were going to be, but had mentioned that um, an annual subscription was uh, mm -hmm. in the was on the drawing board. Okay. Um, okay. But yeah, we, now that Disney is going to have so much content that. Uh, Netflix is going to be hard pressed to uh, to compete with them. Yeah, the only thing Netflix really has going for them is their original content, and they keep canceling it. Yeah. So, oh, they're yeah. they're going to have to really partner back up with DreamWorks, which helped them with their Voltron series. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so they're probably going to have to team up with DreamWorks and a bunch of other uh, non Disney. Um, as long as other, those other companies don't open up their own streaming services like everybody else is. Dom Bluth was an animator for Disney, and mm -hmm. Disney became a became a um, uh, a uh, monopoly when it came to children's entertainment. And so, mm -hmm. because they were a monopoly, their quality started to diminish. 
And so when mm-hmm. he, Dom Bluth started his own company and started producing amazing animation, it mm-hmm. forced Disney to up their game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for a competitor to be beating out Disney on a number of things to force Disney to up their game again. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, um, Disney may have to force to up their own game because I saw I watched a news video on YouTube where Disney's stock has plummeted recently. Mm. Um, it's really, really gone down in the last couple of days, yeah, mostly because I, I... of the performance of The Dark Phoenix, which is the lowest selling X-Men movie of all time. Go ahead and let that sink in for a little bit. I heard that their new Star Wars uh, area for Disneyland Mm -hmm. has had uh, lower than anticipated attendance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's one for one thing, it's not done yet. But from what I read, one of the reasons it has lower than anticipated attendance is because uh, pass holders, the people who live in the area who own Disney passes, Mm -hmm. they're not attending as much as they expected. So, Mm -hmm. but anyways, let's go ahead and move on from that. And let's go ahead and move on to uh, three episodes in. Absolutely. All right. And so this, uh, this week was my pick. And uh-huh. we've been looking forward to doing this particular show for a while now. And we're watching K Own. K Own. Okay. Go ahead and read that uh, subscri- that uh, description. The synopsis reads uh, Yui has no clue which club to join, but she's determined to do something this year. As luck would have it, she discovers a flyer for the Light Music Club, and she decides <laughs> that this is the club for her. But mm-hmm. there's one problem. She first must learn guitar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, can I just start off by saying, after watching these first three episodes, I can completely understand how this uh, this anime brought on the Moe revolution. It's true. It's true. It completely changed. It's, it, it is the precursor to so much of how anime is nowadays. Mm-hmm. And the other one is uh, another one that did it, that like this and in combination with Lucky Stars, yes. or Lucky Star did it. Um, and yes. Lucky Star is one that I think that I'd like to watch on our show at some point. Um, yeah. But yeah, anyway. Uh, yeah. So show starts off. Yui is now a high school student um, and she walks in and she immediately gets she walks into school her first day after the uh, the opening right. ceremony. And uh, she's immediately bombarded with everybody trying to recruit her into clubs yeah everybody even it, the sumo club is trying to recruit her yeah there's the, there's just this scene where everybody's getting on her case um now so, so, something we breezed over is how the the anime really starts with her lying in bed and her alarm's going off and she reads yeah. her alarm her mm-hmm. alarm wrong rushes to school mm-hmm. and ends up earlier than she was expecting did i read my yeah. clock wrong yeah, no, she her but sister comes in to wake her. Her sister Ui comes to wake her. Uh-huh. Um, and uh she uh freaks out and says, Ah, oh no. And she gets dressed and her they've made breakfast for her, and she's like, sorry, and she grabs grabs a piece of toast with jam and runs to school. Yeah. Now runs something the entire that, way. Well, which let, is you stop it. Okay. What? Before she even leaves the house, there's something I want to talk about. Okay. She leaps out, she jumps down the stairs or something and slips. And she's wearing like, you know, tights or stockings or something. And she slips and lands on her butt and then gets back up again. And the animation of her getting back up really signifies how this show was different from other shows before it. That it took that the animation itself and it, it, it happens over and over throughout the show is that it's not the prettiest 
to look at general necessarily, but it shows every bit of motion that it can. Okay. With the budget it has. I didn't know you want to say that because you didn't write it down. I did. So, I just happened to write it down as item number 10 instead of item number one. Well, okay. Anyway, don't don't I, snap at me if I didn't know you wanted to talk about it. You kept talking over me. I was talking and you started talking over me. All right. Anyways, she gets to school and then it's not until she gets to school that she realizes that she uh, and the viewer... If the viewer is paying attention, they can see that everyone else is just kind of casually walking to school. She's the yeah. only one running. And when she gets to school, she then... Uh... She realizes she's early. Yeah, she realizes that she's early. But yeah, then then things go on. And it turns out it's been two weeks since, she's at, since school started. And she still hasn't picked a club. And her best friend's worried about her. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and her best friend uh, talks to her. I, I didn't write her name her name down, but her best friend. Um, yeah, the childhood friend. Yeah, the childhood friend uh, asks her what club she wants to join. She says, "I don't know. I don't know. There's no real clubs that I want to join." And her friend works says, "Hey, careful! This is how people become neats. <laughs> Not an entertainment, education, or training. Uh, a neat." Yes. And Yui immediately freaks out immediately freaks out it's just just for not joining a club she's now mm -hmm. in neat territory mm -hmm. so so she's there looking at a club app and, and i actually found this kind of amusing is that as she's looking at a club application and trying to figure out what club to join and what how to fill out the club form the version i watched on verve through uh their high dive um, subscription, the word club application was backwards and upside down in the mm -hmm. subtitle to match the direction that it was on the screen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, no I noticed that too. I noticed it too. I thought it was an error at first, but then you wrote it down and I realized that that's what was happening, uh, that, yeah. it was, uh, that it was upside down to match how it was uh, posted on the screen. So somebody, somebody went through the process of figuring out how to put that upside down in there. And I know that there's there's uh, online converters for that where you can go online and you know have your text flipped or turned upside down and mm -hmm. E's are replaced with schwas that are used for pronunciation mm -hmm. guides and mm -hmm. things like that. Mm -hmm. N's become U's and vice versa. Mm -hmm. um, so we we were introduced to other to the other girls of the uh, of the band or of the of the light music club. Yeah. Um, throughout the episode. Uh, we've got the two the two girls, uh, Mio and um, Aritsu, um, and they want to join. What, what, uh, Ritsu, the one who's going to become the drummer, she's talking to the teacher, who's the club advisor, and she says, "Well, that club is going to be disbanded because all the members were seniors last year and they all graduated." Yeah. So unless you have a minimum of four members, that club's going to be disbanded at the end of the month. Mm -hmm. uh, so Ritsu convinces Mio, who actually wants to join a completely different club. She wants to join the literature club. Yeah. Um, to, uh... <laughs> Ritsu tears up her application to the literature yeah. club. She's like, She's I'm going to join the application club. And, and Ritsu, yeah, takes the application and rips it in half and forces her to join the, uh... the, uh, the light music club. Yes. Um... And, and when, when, uh... Uh... Um, yeah, and when Ritsu is um, 
uh, arguing with Mio about the this club, she uh, Ritsu goes and talks about is that promise we made as a, as young girls a lie? When we went to that concert and we saw how amazing it was, and we promised we'd form a band together, and it, and it shows all this information. And then Mio's like, "Your flashback is a lie." Mm-hmm. They saw the concert on TV. She decided she wanted to join a band. I'm like, fine, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but and that um, was in. Uh, uh, that was when uh, I haven't written her. Uh, who's the blonde? What's her name? Um, I wrote it down here somewhere. Yeah, the keyboard player uh, is coming Moogie. in. Moogie. Mm-hmm. Moogie. That's right. Moogie wants mm-hmm. to um, join the uh, the choir club and is looking for them, and she ends up walking into their club on accident. Mm-hmm. So she gets roped in pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Now they uh so. While uh, Ritsu is first talking to the teacher, um, Mio comes in because she apparently is like the class rep for that teacher or something. She's there to help her out, bring papers to the class or something. She Mm -hmm. sees Ritsu and Ritsu immediately has a negative opinion of Mio uh, because Mio is klutzy, airheaded. Um, She drops all the papers. She gets intimidated by Ritsu looking at her. Um, and uh, just the act of these girls standing there looking at her has made her incredibly self-conscious mm-hmm. and, and klutzy. And she asks the teacher who the, are who they are. And, she's a, and the teacher says, oh, they are the uh, they're the applicants uh, for the light music club, which and she says, uh, Karui Ongaku, which mm-hmm. is shortened to which is so, shortened to Keonbu, which means something you wrote later, but I also wrote it er- earlier, yeah, yeah, so you, you might as well just say it, it right it's, now. It's the, but, the, uh, the light music club that uh, and, the site described Keonbu as a I, light music I, club name. I always wondered why this show was named Keon. It was such a weird name for me, uh, a name to me. But after watching the first episode, um, after Mio learns that it's that they're part of the Karui Ongaku Club, uh, which translates into light music, um, she shortens it to Keon. Yes. Uh, so whenever she means K-On, and the Japanese love doing that, like um, uh, Family Mart, which is kind of a 7-Eleven uh, chain store in Japan, uh, it's called, uh, like, they short it to Famima uh, oh. for Family Mart. Uh, well, even the production company. McDonald's, which is Makudonarundo, is, mm-hmm. uh, they short it to Maku. Mm-hmm. So they love taking long words and shorting them. So Karui Ongaku, she just says K-On. Yep. And that's how all the girls refer to it from then on. K-On. Yep. Um, In fact, uh, even the studio that produces this, Kyoto Animation, calls themselves Kyo Annie. Kyo Annie. Um, Yeah. uh, So, yeah, she she says that. um, And then uh, she, um, I can't remember her reasoning as to why, but none of the other clubs really appeal to her. And so, oh, that's right. She has a flashback of being in kindergarten and uh-huh. playing music. And by playing music, I mean playing little clackers. Like yeah, little canasta, I think it was called. I don't I didn't write it down. But she's like all the students are playing it, and she's really getting into it. And it's super adorable seeing her really get into it as this little kindergartner. And the teacher's like, Neo Chan is really good at that. And she's like, Yeah. And then she's like, I had fun playing light music. And so she thinks it's gonna be things like little toy instruments that you played in kindergarten. And so she decides she wants to sign up for it. 
Um, yes. And so she goes and signs up for it because it's the only club that she wants. But as she walks down the hallway, she gets all these images of horror movie posters flying by her yeah. head. And she gets terrified of the idea of joining this club. Well, it, it, the thing is, she keeps... I, the impression I got from that sequence was that she was walking through these classroom areas where clubs were going on. Mm-hmm. And we've seen anime that have occult clubs or dark mm-hmm. or, or mm-hmm. things of that nature, like um, uh, the, the the one about the three girls that uh, just want to play games all the time. That there was an oh yeah 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 club. yeah yeah um yeah that um Asobi Asobase. That's right, Asobi Asobase. They had a, a cult club, and so and so I was thinking, you know, things of that nature. Where mm-hmm. it kept popping up as people were peeking their heads out of their club rooms to see if this mm-hmm. this person wanted to join their club. Oh and... yeah, no, like as she's walking down, right. I noticed like I had to rewind it because I wanted to see, but it definitely to me they they reminded me of Japanese horror movie posters. Yes. Um, and somebody opened up the door behind her in the hallway, and he had kind of this dark this dark face as if he was like a horror monster. Yes. Like um, what's her name from the ring? Uh... Yep. <laughs> this ring girl. That's uh, no, she actually ha- she has a name, but I can't remember yeah. what it is right now. Um, but he, uh, yeah, this guy's just kind of staring at her from behind, so I didn't yep. catch that my first time through. Yep. Um, um, and then when she's she's going up this staircase, and I'm I'm just noticing that there's like carved wooden turtles on the railings of this mm-hmm. school, like they're on mantelpieces and halfway up the rails as well. So it, mm-hmm. it's it's like. It, and I don't I don't know if this is based on an actual school or if something's actually done this, but it made me think that, you know, they, they've put these blocked things on railings to maybe stop kids from sliding down the railings and hurting themselves. And and they made it a turtle to remind them to go slow. Mm-hmm. So so I'm wondering if this is an actual thing that somebody did and it just happens to be this background detail to this show that's. Maybe who knows? Who knows? You know that Kiwani likes to put lots of layers into what they do. So they do, and then that um oh what was it? I don't know what the anime is, or even if it is an anime. I just remember seeing a clip on AMV Hell that featured a guy all in like this white uh, face makeup with like black lines on various parts of it. So it looked like some sort of member of Kiss or something of that nature. Just this heavy metal punk, um, death metal. Mm-hmm. Uh, character, and so she starts visualizing this this character not letting her leave the club, mm-hmm. and that's and that's when Ritsu puts an uh, puts her hand on her shoulder from behind, and she just and he just freaks out because she's visualizing this horrible. I'm never gonna let you leave. How dare you think about leaving us? Mm-hmm. But so oh, yeah, yeah, so um, Yui, well, yeah, Yui, um goes up um, and uh, she comes to the door and she's like, I can't believe I walked all this way and I have to tell them that I actually don't want to join the club. Um, but she hears like them getting super excited about this fourth member. So that makes it even worse for her. Yeah. Um, and so she's, harder, she's, about to tur- she's about to turn away and walk away. And that's when Ritsu puts her arm on her and freaks her out. But anyways, me, uh, Yui goes inside um, and, uh, they start talking to her 
and they just kind of assume that she's the guitarist because they've been looking for the guitarist. All their signs around the school are saying we are looking for a guitarist for the Light Music Club for the K for uh, for the yeah for the Light Music Club the Kaonbu. Yeah. Um, and she uh, so they assume she's their guitarist, mm-hmm. and she. Uh, and she's trying to say uh, Jitsuwa, or Jitsu, which is kind of like actually, you know, mm-hmm. actually I came here to quit. I'm sorry is what she's trying to say. But she's so timid. She just keeps saying G, 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 G. And Mio, the bassist, who so far, in my opinion, is best girl. Um, <laughs> she keeps jumping to conclusions. She's like, oh, yeah, you mean Jimi Hendrix? You play you play like Jimi Hendrix? No, 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 no. G, 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 G. Oh, oh, you mean Jimmy Page? Uh, no, 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 no. Jeff Beck? And she's like, how many guitarists are there that start with the G sound? <laughs> yes. But eventually, Wait, who's Jeff Beck? Yeah. Well, they say that there's two kinds of guitarists out there. Jeff Beck and anyone who's not Jeff Beck. Jeff Beck from the band Beck. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, everyone knows Jimi Hendrix and then Jimmy Page is from Led Zeppelin. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyways, um, they, uh, yeah. And so she's like, I'm sorry, I have, I'm sorry, I came here to quit. Um, and they're like, well, here, let's try to convince you to stay. Um, and they feed her lots of, they feed her lots of treats and there's, mm-hmm. There's probably, and it ends up being in this show that there's more treats than there is pa- playing of instruments. And Ritsu, or not Ritsu, my bad, um, Mugi, the blonde, um, mm-hmm. she's obviously a rich girl. Yes. Like, she wants to join the choir, cl- the choir club, but they convince her to join the um, music club. And the reason they convince her to join the music club is because uh, uh, Mio and, um, and Ritsu have such a close relationship and she just laughs at how close they are and how silly they are. And she realizes that she could have a lot of fun in this club. So she decides to go ahead and join that club. But it's pretty obvious that she's a rich girl, that she's yeah. an Ojo-sama. A, you know, a um, Ojo-sama, they kind of say that for meaning princess. But really, you know, she's just, she's a rich girl, you know. She, um, yeah. And she keeps bringing these delicious snacks, like these delicious, expensive snacks um and, and it turns uh, out that they're being dropped off at her place because other people uh-huh. other companies or whatever reason are sending them samples of the sweets that they do mm-hmm. out of kindness and so they mm-hmm. and so much comes their way mm-hmm. that if she doesn't bring them to these club activities they'll just go to waste anyway mm-hmm. and so like well if you're if you have to bring them we'll eat them we're not complaining mm-hmm. <laughs> what kind of life do you live where you people bring you more sweets than you can eat <laughs> But anyways, uh, so uh, Mugi, she, uh, but so they offer her snacks and stuff, and like she's still like, I'm sorry, like I like what instruments can you play? Well, I can you play uh, the uh, well? I I I can play the harmonica, and she says that because she doesn't think that they'll have one. And Ritsu's like, I've got one right here. Pulls it right out of her pocket. I lied. I lied. I can't play that. What can you play? The clackers. I'm um, like, oh, okay. Well, she, uh, you're like, well, here, let's go ahead and perform a song for you, please. And she's like, oh, really? Oh, please, please do. And they perform a song, and it's all right. Um, you know, keyboard, bass, and uh, drums. Mm-hmm. And uh, afterwards, she's applauding, and she thinks it's so, and she looks like she had an awesome time. And they're like, what did you think? And she just says, you guys aren't really good, are you? Just like total subversion of expectations. Yeah. You guys aren't really good, are you? But it seems like you had a lot of fun, and so uh, she decides to go ahead and join the band because or the the club because of how much fun it looks. <laughs> and when she decides to join the club, Ritsu 
pinches Mio's cheek, mm-hmm. and Mio pinches Ritsu's cheek. They, they they don't pinch their own cheeks; they pinch each other's cheeks. Uh-huh. And they're like, we're not dreaming, yay! <laughs> yep, and so they get super excited, and I believe that's the end of the first episode. But no, no the end is that they tell her that she needs to learn the guitar because <laughs> yeah. that's what they need her for. Um, her player, and she's never touched a guitar before in her life. Mm-hmm. And so the next episode, they're having snacks around the club table and stuff like that. And I'm talking to her about the guitar and the guitar, and she's and uh, I I don't remember who it is who tells it to her. It may be oh that's right. She's asking them why they play the instruments that they do, mm-hmm. and she's like uh, Mio, why do you play the bass and not the lead guitar? And Mio's just like uh, the lead guitar's scary. I mean, you have to be up front and center, and everyone watches you. I just wanted to play from the side, and. Yeah. Uh, I just I realized that the biggest coward among them needs to be the front person of the band. Yeah. Because <laughs> all the other roles are filled. Yeah. And Mitsu wanted to play the drums because she doesn't think her fingers like she's freaked out by just like how the fingers need to move when you're playing the guitar. And yeah. uh I don't uh, remember I don't remember what Moogie's reason for playing the keyboards is. I think she's been just, playing the keyboard since she was four. Since she was one yeah, of she was super young. Yeah. She's won awards playing the keyboard, oh, and so she's so she's a child prodigy. Mm-hmm. Uh, or uh, her family's the type that can afford you know, expensive lessons, mm-hmm. uh, and so and so she gets these you know finishing school type classes, um, and so so she's pretty happy with uh, being able to mm-hmm. to contribute. Um, but they she doesn't have a guitar. Uh, oh. uh, Yui doesn't have a, a guitar. So, oh, real fast, we we kind of skipped something that you went over, that you wrote down, but the yeah, I didn't first really notice second it until half, episode two. Okay, but, but the first and second half of the episodes, what are they yeah, called? So, so they'll have an so they'll have an intro scene, and this is something that they used to do on DVDs is that they'd actually break up the episodes into intro, opening credits, part A, part B, and then after credits and then after after credits. Oh, and so, uh, on anime chapters would be broken up like that. Mm-hmm. Um. And, and that was because um, in Japanese broadcasting, there was only the one commercial break in the middle of the show. Mm-hmm. And and so the show was uh, geared around the single commercial break. Um, and so the commercial break transitions, well, the, the transition goes, okay, you have an opening, you have a, an intro scene and the opening credits, and uh-huh. then a little bit more of an intro scene, and then it'll show a tape and it says side A, and it plays. And then when it comes to the... Uh, commercial break when they come back from the commercial break it'll say side b and it plays something a little different mm-hmm. i, I want to say that side a was a little lighter and side b was a little bit more metal probably yeah but i, 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 I so. need to watch it i need to watch it again to Ooh. verify toby you're attacking me what are you doing no toby don't attack okay anyway um so uh they For those of you who've just uh, tuned like, in with us, Toby is Andrew's cat. Yeah. He's a delightful little guy. Demon and angel all wrapped up into one because he's a cat. That's Lovely what they are. Uh, but anyways, uh, they, like, Yui is just like a big, yeah, he's a big yeah. cat. Anyways, yeah. Yui um, asks him how much a guitar is, and they're like, oh, well, you can get a cheap one for 
fifty thousand yen, which is you know five hundred bucks. She, she was thinking that she was hoping it was in the neighborhood of five thousand, uh, five thousand yen, a fifty dollar fifty bucks range, because that's around her allowance. And then when she found out that there might be fifty thousand, and that it was ten months worth of allowance, mm-hmm. uh, I have to be really careful with my spending then. And uh, that's for a cheap one. <laughs> yes. To this, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But she gets the courage to, she, she tells her best friend about this situation, gets the courage to talk, talk to her mom about um, giving her an advance on future allowances to pay for a guitar that can take them to wherever they're going. Mm-hmm. Apparently she gets it. She does get the, uh, the advance. And so they, the whole club decides to go guitar shopping with her. Mm-hmm. And half the club is there waiting for her. When what happens? I think all three of the members are waiting for her. Yeah, yeah three, the three members yeah. of the club are waiting for their fourth member. Yeah. You she, show up for she shopping. She crosses the street. She sees them on the other side of the street. She waves. She runs across the street. And then she sees a dog. And she leans down and she starts petting the dog and starts playing with the dog. And uh, Ritsu says in Japanese, sumeteru, which means a few meters. Uh-huh. But they translated it into, uh, she's like, 10 feet away and I don't remember who the other one was I think it may have been Mia that just says will she make it <laughs> she's like 10 feet away will she make it <laughs> so she's only on their side of the street almost she's still on the crosswalk mm-hmm. barely but uh, it's just it's great mm-hmm. so they go in to the uh, to the mall that they're going to and immediately Yui is distracted by pretty dresses in uh, instantly and she's like oh i could afford that if i buy it right now no 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 uh uh no you're buying a guitar oh yeah that's right but let's go try on the clothes anyways and so they they go close they go around looking at clothes Mm -hmm. and then they go and get something to drink and i think they do some karaoke or something like that and they're like oh this is so much fun they they, they have a montage of girly things that they do at the Mm -hmm. mall Mm -hmm. And Yui completely forgets that they were there to go guitar shopping. Yep. And she's like, yeah, that was so much fun. And it's like, yeah, we should probably go look at guitars right now, shouldn't we? And she's like, oh, crap, yeah, that's why we came here, huh? I, I was worried the entire scene that she would spend all of her money and not realize that. Yeah. <laughs> Fortunately, she was with her friends, and at least two of them are smart enough not to let her do that. Yeah, at I least. I can't say anything about Ritsu. Mm-hmm. But uh, they all walk into the to the music store. They walk into the guitar store, and Yui immediately sees this guitar for twenty five hundred dollars, and it is a beautiful electric guitar. It is quarter million beautiful. yen. Huh? It was a quarter million yen on the uh, yeah. the price. Yeah, two hundred fifty thousand yen. So yeah, that's that's you know about twenty five hundred bucks. Twenty. 24 23 depending on the exchange rate but around that is what around it is. that yeah um it's, but, a, it's a good uh it's you know in, inflation and exchange rates change but a penny uh-huh. yen is a pretty good translation yeah yeah but anyways um they uh she wants she's like is this the guitar that you want she's like yeah but i can't afford it and then they decide to go ahead and get part-time jobs to help her afford that um that uh that guitar and they start looking through for part-time jobs 
And uh, they're like, what about this? Oh, no, no, that'd be I'd be a really bad fit for that. And they start thinking about themselves in certain jobs. Um, and uh, Ritsu would scare customers away if she worked fast food. Um, yeah. And uh, Mio couldn't handle the rejection if people didn't take the tissues that she'd hand out. Yeah, tissue handing out. And like she's just kind of standing there in the middle of the road trying to hand out tissues in her mental image. And people are just walking by and she has a breakdown because they only get paid if they, you know, I think they get paid on depending on how many tissues they hand out. because those tissues have advertisements on them. Mm. So that's that's way. They, and like I will tell you, living in Japan for a couple of years, I never had to buy tissues ever because. There are so many of those girls out there handing those out. Not just girls, but guys too. Sure. Um, but there are so many of those people uh, handing uh, handing out tissues. And I was just like, sweet, free tissues. You know? Yeah. I couldn't read the advertisement. <laughs> so, it didn't, so it didn't matter to me in the slightest. But awesome. Yeah, I'll take that. Thanks. You know, just kind of shove it in my bag and keep going. Yeah, I did not have... And it, yeah, it was always nice having a thing of uh, fresh tissues on me. Sure. Um Anyway, um, uh, that, that's something that happened in the other in the last Q and uh, show we watched last week. The one about uh, the uh, the park is that they said maybe they like after the park closes, if some of them would have to take jobs handing out tissues. Mm-hmm. And so oh, yeah, no, it was the yeah it was the uh, the di- the T Rex or the dinosaur, whatever that was. Yeah, the T Rex was complaining about that around episode mm-hmm. three and but. got chewed out. Uh, yeah, or uh, I think. Anyways, yeah, got chewed out, saying that you were depending on the of the park to make yourself popular instead of working on it yourself and how dare you do that but anyways that's a different show so uh but but it's a it's a known thing that happens in yeah, japan yeah um so uh anyways uh yeah mio having a breakdown about the part-time jobs they're thinking about was pretty great and then they get a job counting traffic and uh which they're <laughs> sitting there and they're using clickers counting traffic and uh Obviously, they start entertaining themselves. Ritsu starts p- pretending, like, starts doing a beat on the clickers yeah. as if she was playing a drum and they get chewed out by Mio use, for it. They're supposed to use the clickers to, one click for every car that passes by. They're supposed to be mm-hmm. using the clickers to track the cars. And at some point, while sitting next to Mio, Ritsu starts feeding out a quarter beat and then an eighth beat. And then Mio is actually enjoying the beat for a little bit when she realizes. Ritsu is screwing up the job that they're working on. And so she turns to her and shouts, do your freaking job. Do your freaking job. Yep. <laughs> uh, and a couple days pass with them doing this job. Um, again, they have uh, some snacks brought by, uh, by Mugi. And they get 80, uh, you know, they get $800 for the, for the, oh, no, I don't think it was that much. I'm trying to remember. It doesn't matter. They, they get paid for it. Um, and they all hand the pay to uh, to uh, Yui. Yeah. And Yui realizes that her friends are making this sacrifice to, uh, you know, for her. And she's like, I can't do this. I have to, I'm going to, I'll, I'll buy a cheaper guitar. It's okay. Don't, don't do this. I'll just buy a cheaper guitar. And she hands them the money back. Mm-hmm. And so they go and she they, stopped. They, they made what about eight thousand yen a piece, about eighty bucks a piece. Eighty so, bucks a piece, and so, and they, so and they were fine on getting another part-time job to keep going. But she's yeah. just like, we can be using this time to practice, not working to get me a guitar. I'll yeah. just buy a cheaper one, and yeah. you can get a fairly decent guitar for five hundred. I mean, it's 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 not a fantastic, amazing guitar, but you know, it's all right. It, I mean, um, definitely, it's 
you, there's no shame in getting a learner's guitar and then, you know, when you're actually getting ready to perform for people, Not maybe upgrading. Gibson like she's at, like she's going after. Yeah. Anyways. They go, they go back to the store, don't they? Well, they go back to the store and uh, they, uh, she, she goes and she, again, she stops at that guitar that she really wants, just the one that's speaking to her. And uh, Mugi, she's like, this, you, you want this guitar, don't you? Yeah, I do. But it's now, okay. Now, and, yeah, so, and then there Mugi was a lead up to that at some point where they actually, Moogie got introduced to the concept of haggling. She'd never heard of it before. Yeah. And someone, they, the two girls are like, yeah, you just like, just haggle with them and make them lower the price and they'll go ahead and give you a better deal. He's like, oh, okay, oh, okay. That's fascinating. And then she walks up to the manager or the guy behind the counter, guess, probably yeah. the manager. And, uh, he looks at her and he says, oh, welcome. And then he goes, what? And he recognizes her and it cuts to her. And suddenly it, her image kind of whites out, except for her eyebrows, which flash. Yeah. And he says, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. you're the president's daughter. So he recognized her by her eyebrows. He's like, well, <laughs> what can I do with you? What, what can I do with, uh, what can I do for you? Yeah. <laughs> you can lower the price of a guitar. Or I forget exactly what yeah. she says. She's got this big grin. He's like, oh, oh, really? Oh, yeah. Which one? This one. Okay. Um, all right. Well, uh, how much? Uh, all right. And he's just like, um, um, okay. Uh, how about this much? And she's like, you can do better. That, 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 that was the exact words that she was taught about haggling. Uh -huh. You just tell him you could do better. You can do better. And she just has this big smile on her face the entire time. She's not mean at all. She's loving this. Now, so something a character trait of hers that I hadn't written down, but earlier they were they end up going to a fast food restaurant, mm -hmm. and she beams when somebody asks her if they would if she'd like fries with her order. She yeah. always wanted to hear someone say that to her because she's never been to a fast food restaurant in her life, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so and so this is just her personality is that she is so open to these kind of experiences that she mm -hmm. heard about but hasn't had before it kind of reminds me a little bit of oron and their uh fascination with common folk coffee oh um sorry this is kind of a little bit of a uh, a side note yeah but uh arrow and the flash are having their crossover event this season uh -huh. and the crossover event is crisis on infinite earth mm. guess who's playing batman kevin conroy Kevin Conroy is finally suiting up to play Batman That's in fantastic. real life. And That's they're trying fantastic. to get Mark Hamill to play the Joker. That would, that'll pick their ratings back up. Holy crap. Would that be cool? That would be so cool. Uh, and actually they're trying to, they're like even working with Linda Carter to see if she can come and be Wonder Woman. Oh, from one of, from one of the other, other earths. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, that yeah. Is and some other people as well. I think uh, the original Hulk, and, uh, you know, just people who played superheroes throughout the years. Lou Ferro, I think his name is. I, I, I heard that they're trying. Oh, uh, no, it wouldn't be Hulk because it's something. DC. It wouldn't be I Hulk. I saw something that had to uh, do with the guy who played. Um, I can't remember his name right now, but he's the bald guy that played uh, Lex Luthor in Smallville. Yeah. Reprising a role or something like that. Now, I know that he's done. He's uh, done the Flash, Flash a, lot. a lot, so he may it, he may play it, a Flash, or he may play Lex Luthor. I don't know. He might. So I I do know that um what's his name um, the guy who played 
I'm forgetting his name, but he was also on Legends of Tomorrow. Mm. But he played Super Brandon Roth. He played Superman in oh, yeah. uh, Superman he Returns. Ant-Man. He's playing Superman no, again. Ant-Man. The Atom. The Atom, okay. yeah. Uh, he's playing Superman again in this For crossover the... event. Oh, wow. So, so yeah, he gets to... He, he was kind of sad because he didn't get a chance to say good, goodbye to the role. Oh. But uh, now he gets to. But anyways, that's, a, that's kind of a side note. I just saw something that reminded me of it, so I wanted to go ahead and bring it up because, you know, nerd news. Anyways, um... So okay, so the episode ends with well, uh, Mookie gets with, him to talk it down to five thousand yen, yeah, or fifty thousand yen, five hundred dollars, yeah. and she so, gets him to talk down this twenty five hundred dollar guitar to five hundred. It's an eighty percent off discount. <laughs> yeah, it's nuts. And so, but, so that she buys the guitar, and we, 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 I knew it was coming because I had seen so many K on clips on AMV Hell. Uh, Mm-hmm. Piece, pieces mm-hmm. including and i think you, did you actually write it you i wrote it down but that's episode three that's episode three because okay, episode two right. ends that's with her. Okay, yeah, so episode two ends with her practicing the guitar that she's just in love with on her bed and Uwe <laughs> says sister it's late i'm trying to sleep <laughs> yes just keep it down please keep it down um but they but uh so Episode 10 starts, um, and or sorry, ten, it's number 10 on my list, but episode three starts um, with... Usually you, we write down like five things a piece. Here we wrote down 10 things a piece. This is a huge list for us. I know, this is huge. But anyways, uh, Yui is complaining that she's she feels like her fingers are bleeding, and Mio freaks out. Apparently Mio uh, cannot even stand the thought of blood. And she's like, no, 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 it's okay, it's okay. I'm... I'm not bleeding. See, it's just my fingers hurt. And he was like, oh, okay. Well, it, it's fine. Just keep practicing and you'll form calluses on your fingers and you and your fingers won't bleed. And Yui's just like, oh, okay. Yeah. And he was like, here, why don't you feel my hands so you can feel what it, so you feel what, what it's like. And he was like, really? And she goes, oh, squishy, 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 squishy. She's like, oh, they're so soft and nice. Squishy, squishy. And she does it a lot. And Mio's just like, um, are you done? No, let me squeeze them a little more. <laughs> and Actually, yeah, and you're, you're bringing that up reminded me of the uh, how the little one in um, uh, Sound Euphonium wore tape <laughs> on her fingers to help her play the bass. Yeah, mm-hmm. because of uh, <laughs> similar reasons. Yeah, um, but anyways, um, so y- Yui is now going to school, and she has the guitar on her on her back. And she sees her best friend, the one who first accused her of saying that if you don't join a club, you're going to become a neat. Mm -hmm. Um, And she raises her hand, but she's been practicing. uh, Yui raises her hand and she's been practicing her um, her chords so much that her hand goes up in a chord like G chord or something like it's I couldn't catch what it was. Yeah, but like something. something like that. And then AMB hell. That's that scene was using AMB hell. And yeah. It's just this little clip with Yui raising her hand and it plays the song White Chicks and Gang Signs. Do, 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 do. And then it cuts <laughs> to something else. So, yeah, as soon as I saw that, I had to pause it because it just reminded me of that clip from AMB Hell and it was so freaking funny. And then Yui does it throughout the entire episode where she waves at someone and she's doing a chord. <laughs> yes. 
And so she's learning the chords and she's learning how to, uh, she doesn't even know how to read the notation. So she needs to be taught that as well. And so mm-hmm. that's, that's how much of a newbie she is in this whole process, mm-hmm. but they're yeah. helping her out and she's spending all of her free time trying to figure this out. And she absolutely loves playing on her guitar when she gets home at night. And it's, it's the one, most wonderful thing for her that, that this is something that's coming together for her. And it's so wonderful for her mm-hmm. that the major plot of episode three falls into the fact that she spent so much time learning how to play her guitar that she got a two out of a hundred on a uh, recent on her exam midterm. Mm-hmm. midterm. And if she doesn't pass, if she doesn't pass the retest, she can't do club activities. And if she's kicked out of the club, the club will have to disband. And they realize this and they ask her how she did. And she's like, I got two out of a hundred and they they instantly start worrying. She's like, it's okay. It's okay. I'm dedicated to studying. I'm going to fix this. We're going to do it. Um, yeah, we're going to go ahead and take care of this. And uh, we have a montage of the next several days where she doesn't come to club activities and their club activities are just, you know, eating the snacks that uh, Moogie brings. Oh, and Moogie, it turns out she's, her dad is the president of a big conglomeration that owns lots of businesses. And one of the yeah. businesses that they own is that music store. I'm right. kidding. Just this is Toby, guys. If you haven't seen him, hello, Toby. He was just on my desk being a brat, and I'm going to put him down. Anyways, um, wow, hair out of my beard. He's shedding. <laughs> I have to brush him. Anyways, um, so they're eating the snacks, wondering how Yui's going to do, hoping that she's going to do well, and then they kind of have this mental image of Yui studying. Mm-hmm. And she's on her bed, <laughs> reading a manga, giggling, rolling, giggling, rolling, which isn't far from the truth, rolling uh, and giggling. And she gets a potato chip, puts it in her mouth, and then resumes. And continues rolling and giggling. And they're just like, the club is doomed. <laughs> and then Yui wait, wait, comes which... in the last day before the, uh... but anyways, you're saying you're going to say? No, um, no, yeah. The The funny thing is, that's how Ritsu is. Oh, gosh, yeah. Well, they, yeah, so Yui asks for their help. And they're like, how much studying have you done? She's like, I haven't done any because I keep practicing the guitar instead. She'll study for like 10, 15 minutes and then get distracted by her guitar. And she'll just strum her guitar practicing chords and stuff. Yes. And she's just smiling, giggling the entire time because she loves it so much. Um, oh, uh, Beginning of the episode, she tests out the amp for the first time. Yes. And uh, she plugs it in and plays a couple of chords, and it's awesome. And she goes, goes down and she unplugs it. They try to stop her, but as soon as she unplugs it, and they're like, that's what happens if you don't turn the amp off before unplugging the co- <laughs> unplugging the cord. That's true. But uh, anyways, um, um, she... Uh, now, the, the scene where they plug it in and let uh-uh. her try it out for the first time and really see it clips of that were used in another amv hell clip that i had to share with you a moment i saw that scene um was she plugs it in and she's getting ready to start practicing she pulls out the guitar and starts playing the uh the metal version of the legend of the uh, Mm -hmm. electric guitar version of legend of zelda theme Mm -hmm. yep it was pretty great um so they uh i forget how but they learned that she has a sister and they're like, wait, she has a sister. And they have a mental image of this sister just being a mini version of Yui. And 
both of them rolling around in her room, one on the bed, one on the floor, both reading mangas. And they're just like, oh, no, there's two of them. And then they go and they actually go over to her house and they meet Yui. And they meet Ui, my bad. They meet Ui, Yui's mm-hmm. little sister. And the harsh reality hits them that Ui is a delightful young woman who's polite, well-mannered. She's kind to them. She's a good host. She brings them snacks and drinks when they come in. And she leaves them alone to, um, to, to study because she knows that, she needs to, that her sister needs to study. Mm-hmm. Eventually, she does come in when uh, Yui's best friend comes over and helps out for a little bit. But yeah, you were saying that the mental image of Yui is actually Ritsu because Yui is studying, learning these things, and Mio is helping her, and so is Mugi. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mu- and Ritsu keeps doing these things. Like she gets up, she checks out the manga, she goes over to the bed, she starts laughing and stuff. And Mio hits her. Forces her to sit in the corner. Um, and she looks down and she sees Yui's feet and Yui's tingling because she's kneeling and, you know, cutting off the circulation to her legs. Mm-hmm. And so she goes over and she pokes Yui's foot. <laughs> and Yui freaks out because, you know, just the shock of having, a, uh, you know, a tingly part of your body being touched. It hurts. Uh, um, and uh, and suddenly, suddenly cut to... Ritsu kneeling outside of the bedroom with a giant bump on her head. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she decides... No, 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 that... no, I, no. She had the bump on her head when she was in the corner when she touched the foot. She had a bump on her head and a tinier bump on top of that, so snowman mm-hmm. effect yeah. when she was in the, in the hallway. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, uh, yeah. How do I get back in there? And so she's trying to plot how can I get back in there. And she tries to, and she decides to do this grand entrance where she kicks the door open and she rolls on the floor and says a joke. Well, she, she tries multiple things. Uh-huh. She, she tries to, ta-da, I'm back. Or ta-da. And, and every single time she's completely ignored. I Until she tries the most dramatic thing she can think of, which is rolling in, which they do from three different angles. Mm-hmm. They do Tim- a pandemic maneuver. Now, if that's what if that is what happened, that's that's fine. But when I when I watched it, to me, it felt like it was her running through scenarios in her head of what would be the best entrance. But you know, however, however it is well, she, that she it, eventually back she rolled again. in. I assumed she kept doing it because she kept running back out again because there was no result, uh, and so she kept trying again and again. The, the the reason I felt that it was in her imagination is because is because it never showed her running back out. It was always she was out there and then tried something else. So it could have been that it was just a gag. But anyways, it doesn't matter. That's what happened. Okay. Yes. We're, so, but she, um, oh, hi again, Kitty. Please don't bite me. Um, she, uh, she does this dramatic role. It does like three different shots of the same, of the same action. Uh, something that our brother Doug calls the Van Dammit maneuver. Yes. Um, well, if if you're not familiar with earlier Jean Claude Van Damme movies, you're missing out on some pure pieces of a- absolute joy. But he would do one punch or one kick, and there would be like three different camera angles of the exact same shot from the beginning over and over and over again. And that's what happened here. Yes. Um. And then they finally react to her, and it is not how she wants them to react. Yeah. D- doesn't Mio kick her? I think Mio goes over and kicks her. Yeah. 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 
and uh, that's when Yui comes, or that's when Ui comes in with the friend, and like uh, reaches the bumps on her heads, kind of uh, collapse in on her head. They kind of shrink in as she's yelling at uh, at Mio. Yeah, but it, all that only took place in fifteen minutes. It because it's from Ritsu's perspective, you it feels like it's much longer, but. All that was just the first 15 minutes of her studying. <laughs> yeah. Ritsu is just as bad. Yeah, Ritsu Ritsu's just as bad. But anyways, um, Yui can't motivate... Yui has burned her... Is burned out. She can't do anymore. And then Mugi's like, well, hey, if you study for a little bit longer, if you get through this workbook, I've brought some cake for you, for, for you as a reward. And <laughs> Mio's like, really? just zooms through the book at like abs absolute speed just going through it as quickly as possible yeah <laughs> so yui's a simple girl she likes her snacks but she eventually she falls asleep while they are um studying yeah and she she, she has this vision while she's studying of all of them in this arctic th this little hut in the arctic and she hears this voice. No, Yui, Yui, wake up. Don't sleep. Don't sleep. If you sleep, you'll die. And she wakes up and it's Mugi. And Mugi is in, you know, this war, this wolf, this big coat and hat. Same yeah. with Mio. And mm -hmm. they, they wake her up and they're like, don't fall asleep. You'll die. You'll freeze to death. And she's like, wait, wait, where's Ritsu? And she looks outside and Ritsu's out there in this little igloo thing she's made for herself. Yeah, so, so, so they're in some log cabin uh -huh. situation, keeping warm. And they have to look out a window to see Ritsu mm -hmm. in an open-sided igloo. Open-sided igloo. Playing with a penguin in the middle of a blizzard. Uh-huh. And they're like, she's already gone. And uh, <laughs> he's just playing. Oh, Mio, Mio wakes up. Uh, from it was a pretty short nap apparently they didn't even catch Yui. her. Uh, my bad, yeah, thank you. Yui yeah, wakes, wakes up, up. Yeah. and she looks over at Ritsu, who is reading a manga or something on the floor, and uh, she's and she starts crying, saying, "Oh, poor Ritsu!" And Ritsu's like, well, "What?" <laughs> Ritsu doesn't know what happened to uh -huh. her. Like, but anyways, next day happens yeah. and she starts the test, and there's a couple other students taking the test as well, and like, okay. She should have the results by now. You know, uh, we'll, we'll know if, if the club is going to survive or not. And she comes back and she's just fried. You know, like she's got the white eyes, um, you know, depressed forehead, uh, dark and dark and depressed forehead, just frazzled hair. And they're like, oh, no. Oh, no, she failed, didn't she? Oh, well, we don't know that yet. Oh, Yui, Yui, what, what happened? Are you OK? And she's like. I don't know what happened. And she holds up her sheet and it's a 100. Yeah. She went from two to a hundred. <laughs> yep. And that one day of cramming. What else did it do to her? She forgot every. Oh cold. yeah. And so they went to, uh, to, to play a song because now they have time and they can do it and they're going to continue with the club. And she goes to play the chords and she's just like, I've forgotten. I mean, uh, this is the X chord, right? No, no, Yui, there's no such thing as the X chord. Well, here's the Y chord. What yeah, she spent so much time with algebra and X's and Y's and formulas and constructing chord, you know, and she's just playing random things and it all sounds terrible. Like, you, Yui, no, Yui, no, no, stop, Yui. <laughs> we have to start from scratch with her now. She's, she's lost all. She's lost all ability to play music yep. just to pass a yep. uh, a math test. Yep, and this 
oh gosh, these first three episodes were an absolute delight. This show is just adorable. The stakes aren't too high, so you can just go ahead and, re- and enjoy it. Yeah. Um, Classic little slice of life. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's and it's interesting to see the show uh, finally see the show that really you know began the Moe movement. It's um, true. It's so true. Yeah, but anyways, uh, so that's it for uh, K-Own. I definitely want to watch more. I'll be uh, watching more. And uh, next week, we're continuing with Kill Annie Month. And we are going to watch Tamako Market. Hmm. And this is the description taken from High Dive. Tamako knows everything about mochi. The traditional Japanese dessert treats. She even works at Tamaya, her family's mochi shop. However, friendships, rivalries, and strange new feelings are beginning to make her life a sticky, complicated mess. I'm betting that's a pun on what mochi is. Yeah, you know what mochi is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, she, uh, yeah, uh, so it, it, from what it sounds like, she's a genius at making mochi, but, uh-huh. and I, it's a slice of life comedy, but she's a genius at making mochi, but she just does not understand people, or mm. she has no experience with people. Um, but yeah, so we're going to be watching that for our episode next week. Fantastic. Okay. All right. So can't wait for that. Okay. So that's it for three episodes in. Let's go ahead and move on to our recommendation of the week. And that's your turn. All right. This week, I'm recommending another KO Annie production, mm-hmm. Beyond the Boundary. Okay. Now, Beyond the Boundary um, is a very interesting show. It's been a while since we watched it, but and we kind of binged it over one or two weeks, uh, mm-hmm. one or two days. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, about two Fridays and boom, it's done. Uh, but, uh, the main character is this girl who's absolutely adorable. And you would, the last person you would expect to have the power of pulling blood out of her own body to form a sword with, <laughs> but that's what she does. That is her power is that she blood bends a sword and uses it to fight demons. I'm and so... the other char- the other main character is a boy who happens to be a demon who can't die. And oh, their first few interactions are her trying to kill him over it... and over and over again and not succeeding. It's a world where demon hunters kill demons for money. Like they kill them, they collect these items that drop from their, their corpses and take uh-huh. it to a shop to sell it. She's not very good because she's afraid <laughs> of blood and her weapon is her blood. So she finally decides to overcome it, and she's trying to kill this guy, but he will not die. He can't. Yes. Yeah. It just... it, it's it's the anime that uh, uh, it's a pr- fairly popular meme of friends, best friends. Yes. And that's, that's uh, like the last episode or second to last episode, yeah, where, but, where uh, after a major catastrophe happened, mm-hmm. the 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 main girl and main guy make it back out. Their clothes are all a bit ratty, uh-huh. but it follows the camera follows. The best friend, the the friend of the girl who comes up and gives her a great big hug, and the 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 immortal demon is just standing there looking happy as the, the captain reads friends as they're hugging. Then what happens? And then the black haired girl's older brother jumps and tackles him in a hug and says, "Best friends, <laughs> friends, best friends." Yep, it's it's a Classic. it's a great it's a great meme. Uh, anyways, yeah, so that's Beyond the Boundary. And that, uh, sorry, you talking about the blood just reminded me of a comic that I've been reading, a uh, manga I've been reading uh, called um, 
um, farming life in another, in another world. It's an isekai where a guy's reborn and he just wants to live a simple farming life because he died because of the overpaced business life of a big city. And this god gives him this incredible tool where he can go ahead and, you know, plow an acre with like one swing type thing. Oh, wow. Uh, he takes out dragons by turning it into a spear and throwing it through the dragon wings. Oh. Well, he ends up marrying a bunch of girls. And this is like a harem where he uh -huh. gets he ends up marrying all these girls, like a vampire, a, a, an angel, a bunch of elves. But rather than it being like, hey, this is great. Look at all these beautiful women he's with. He has no nights to himself and he's exhausted and he just wants time to himself. And the women are like, nope, mm -mm, we've got to keep up the schedule. Because elves are like in an endangered species in this world and they're trying to help him repopulate the species. And he's like, no, I just, I want a night to myself, please. It kind of shows you how bad that actually would be. Yeah. Um, but anyways, um, he asks his vampire wife, because they just had a tournament arc, um, just kind of for fun as in a festival type thing. And he's like, now you used a bunch of weird, you used powers, but not really the powers that you usually see for a vampire. And she's like, oh, really? Well, what do you mean? He's like, well, like, don't vampires have the ability to like make weapons out of their blood? And she's like, do you know how much blood it would require to make a sword? I mean, seriously, I would be anemic for the rest of the day for doing that. <laughs> like, no, it's it's a totally useless power. So, yeah, you, you saying that just reminded me of it. Okay, so, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, so that's it for a recommendation. And it does, and actually it does. The, 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 the uh, use of her power makes her anemic, and she ends up having an amazing appetite to try to regain her strength. Uh -huh. If she doesn't, uh, yeah, if yeah. Doesn't so they do. Too. They do touch on that. They do touch yeah. on that. Okay, but uh, anyways, uh, so next is creator shout out, and they don't really need us to give them a shout out, but I love this channel on YouTube. It's called Bon Appetit, mm -hmm. and they've got some great shows on it. Um, it's the people on this like they'll they'll show recipes, or sometimes they'll have celebrity uh, tries a recipe where like they'll have a a, a celebrity. Uh, back to back with a chef and the chef is walking them through this recipe but the celebrity is not allowed to turn and look they have to just oh. follow the directions of what the um the chef says right. they've also got a great series called gourmet makes where one of their chefs tries to make gourmet versions of junk food and i mean like she's made pop rocks she's made twix she's made starburst she's made moon pies um <laughs> or snowballs uh, latest episode, she made Pop-Tarts, and she tried <laughs> desperately to make it to where, oh, Pop, you don't need, they don't need to be toasted, it's fine. And everybody who was, like, she was going to for, like, what do you see in a Pop-Tart, every single one of them was just like, no, it's Pop-Tart, it, it needs to be toastable. Like, no, uh-uh, you, you can't skip that, we're not going to let you do that. <laughs> so she made these pastries that you could put in the toaster that were like Pop-Tarts. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, it's an incredible show. Um just a whole lot of wonderful, fun people um, who are just delightful to watch. Um, okay. A fun channel. They've got I've got all their links here. We're going to post them on our website, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, and even their own website. Um, so go ahead and check them out if you haven't. I think you'll really enjoy what they have to offer. Great. Great. All right. Well, I thanks. think that wraps it up for another week. Yeah, it is. Thank you so much for listening in this week, you guys. Uh, if you listened in on YouTube, please feel free to like this episode and subscribe to our channel. If you like what we do and want to support us, please share our channel with your friends. Uh, where can they find us on social media? Our site, WhitakerWeekly.com, currently has the links to our Facebook page, Twitter account, and YouTube channel. 
We encourage all our listeners to follow us on the social media platform of their preference. And if there's one we're not on yet, please reach out to us on one of the ones we mentioned, and we'll broaden our scope to include you. All right. Well, I want to go ahead and give a shout out to Ben Coombs for providing the artwork for our website and our podcast. Another shout out to Brazmataz for their song Dry Kolk, which we use to open and close our podcast. Yeah. Well, uh, that's it for another week. I've been Andrew. I've been Lee. And this has been Whitaker Weekly. You guys have a great week. 